like what I try to do is like that the whole thought process of, uh, you know, establishing a no like and trust, um, which obviously is hard to do in a cold email. But my, my thought is, especially um, if it's within the, the niche industries that we're comfortable in, I try and find a way to relate that either back to me, back to our hometown or back to the industries we've served. As you're building your business, what value are you putting out into the world? How are you attracting new opportunities through giving first? Well, for the video strategist joining me on today's episode, leading with value is a core strategy he's adopted. And we'll be learning more about his story right now. Let's go. The world of video marketing for business is changing and I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling, along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Let's get on with the show. G'day, my friends. Welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 209. And before we get into today's show, I just want to ask, are you a part? Have you been joining in to the live video strategy for Video Pros free training that's taking place this week? We are, as of the time of the release of this recording, two live trainings down, and there's only one more to go coming this Thursday afternoon if you're in the US time zones or Friday morning if you're in Australian time zone. So there is still time to catch the replays. So if you're a video producer or a video marketer of any sort and you're interested in exploring what it means to transition into being a confident video strategist to better serve your clients, then this free video strategy for video pros three-part live training is the place that you want to be. The replays won't be up forever though, so you do need to jump in and either join the last live training or catch the replays while they are up. To do that, you can register at engagevideomarketing.com slash masterclass for free. So I look forward to seeing you in the training very soon. Now my guest today is one of our community of video strategists within the online video strategy blueprint. And what really stands out for me with, with Bill, my guest today, is that he comes to his business with what I believe is the right mindset, a focus on helping others in business do better through video, leading first with the value that he can share his clients well before asking for anything in return. Now, this is a philosophy of business that I wholeheartedly believe in. And so I'm stoked to bring you his story today. Bill Barona is the founder and video production guru at Flex Media, a video marketing company based in Cleveland, Ohio, and has over a decade of video production experience. This experience allows him to combine a variety of production styles with today's new technologies to deliver clients top of the line video content. And when he's not watching YouTube tutorials, listening to marketing podcasts, or playing with his camera, he's a family man and loves spending time with his family. And as I mentioned, Bill has really leaned in to the role he plays as a video strategist over the last six to 12 months, supported by his enrollment in the online video strategy blueprint course a little while back. So 
I know you'll get a lot of inspiration from Bill's approach and what he has to share today. So enough from me. Let's get into today's interview with Bill Barona from Flex Media. Hey, Bill, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Ben. I'm looking forward to talking with you. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to talking to you too because you've been in the the engaged video marketing kind of community and ecosystem world for a while now. You're a, a member of the Online Video Strategy Blueprint course, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But really, I wanted to get you on today to explore explore your journey um, through your video production company and into that kind of idea of calling yourself a video strategist. So before we get into that, though, I'd love for you to just take a moment to introduce yourself and let us know who are you? What do you do? Yeah, my name is Bill Barona, and I am the owner founder of Flex Media, and we're a video marketing company based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Awesome. And so what sort of who are the main types of clients that you work with? What, what sort of work do you do? Is it pretty varied? It was at first. Um, we've really in the last like year and a half or so kind of found, um, I guess, our niche in um, solar and renewables. We've been doing a lot of video in that okay. space and then like custom manufacturing and like fabricating and stuff like that. So a lot of companies that have like one of a kind products and they want to be able to show that off and how their, their work kind of varies. Awesome. Cool. So what got you, what got you into your business in the first place? So about five years ago, was it that you started? Yeah, I, um, so I, I actually, um, started the business. It's interesting story, but it's, it's very similar to yours, Ben, just listening to the podcast. Like I was working with a, um, a corporate video production company and we were doing a lot of videos for just different corporate clients and they were spending a lot of money, um, just, you know, producing a single video or a series of videos. And I kind of noticed after we would give them this video, they'd put it on YouTube and that was kind of like the end of our journey with them. And then they would come back later on and I would like to go back on their YouTube and just kind of see just for my own benefit, like how is this performing, like showing other people some of the work that, that I've done for this company. And I noticed that there wasn't a lot of views and yeah. The company kind of accomplished this and then they just stuck it there and it never went anywhere else. So before listening to your podcast, when we originally started the company, our thought was, you know, our, our slogan at that point was we want to teach you or we want to create a video for you and then teach you how to use it, not really knowing anything about strategy. So that was really the reasoning behind starting it. So that's kind of what prompted you to to leave that job and then start your own thing effectively, just to have more control over over what you were delivering is am i getting that right yeah um in a sense so like i was very much like working as a you know i was with that production company i was a freelancer and i was working for a couple different companies and what i really wanted to do was i wanted to be able to kind of work with the client and start to bring in my own work and then just really help them achieve their goal so if it was to create you know if we created this video i really wanted them to see it be successful and um, being that I had the background in video and I come from a family of entrepreneurs, uh, my wife was you know, very much like, oh, we should start your own business. And um, I kind of started the company from there, not quite sure the direction if it was just, we wanted to do video, but we were doing kind of a few things when we started off, um, some graphic design and things like that as well. But um, we've been able to push forward and we mainly just do video work for our clients now. Awesome, so take us back to, you know, that. The kind of time of stepping out from 
employment effectively um, or op- operating as a freelancer and starting your own business? Because for many people, that's a it's a scary time, um, particularly not knowing where the work is going to come from. So how, how did you get started? Just interested to explore that for you. Like, where did you find your, your first clients? And um, yeah, so I, um, I actually started back in high school um, just working in, in video. I started doing live events and um, I worked in harness racing, live harness racing, and then I started doing weddings. And at that time, I was creating some corporate videos and some uh, smaller things like uh, right out of high school. So um, at you know, 19, 20, 21 years old, it was back in uh, like 2007, 2008. So I was able to afford, um, at the time it was a Panasonic HVX 200. So I was able to shoot DVC Pro HD. So I was able to pick up some clients that were looking to do some broadcast stuff. And I was going to networking and I was meeting people then. And what I basically did when I went to go start this business is all the people that I had talked to then, I went on LinkedIn and I started messaging people. That was my, my first step and just hey, I'm getting back into this on my own again. Um, I'm trying to start my own company, though, and not just picking up freelance jobs here and there. You know, if anybody was looking to um, have anything done. And I was actually able to pick up a client that wanted monthly videos created just from there. So I started, like, producing a little bit of monthly income, which kind of gave me a little bit more um, assurance, like, okay, I know that at the very least I've got this work coming in once a month that I can start to produce things. And then I kind of had to become um, a student of of sales and marketing at that point too, and learning how to actually do that for my business. All right, very cool. So now five years later, where are your clients coming from? Can you summarize for us like your, where you get your leads now, five years into the business? Yeah, so uh, a couple different places. Um, we, we are getting a decent amount of word of mouth, which is great in the Cleveland area. Um, my business partner and producer, um, Kathy Taylor, she came from the solar world and she brought some clients with her um, just from her people knowing her name, from being in trade publishing and things like that. She was able to uh, continue her writing um, on the side while she was working with me. And she's been able to, to talk to a few clients and point them in our direction, just especially since we are doing a lot more strategy work with them, or at least trying to like trying to transition, not necessarily doing full blown strategy, but like working with them and kind of getting it into the video in the beginning. And um, we're not at the point yet where we're fully putting out strategies. But then um, from there, we um, were actually um, using video to go after clients as well. So one of the things that I do quite frequently is I use Vidyard and I will look for a client that is within the, almost like the niche that we're trying to stay in. And I look through their website. I almost do this whole audit myself where I just go through, you know, what uh, video assets are they using? You know, are they using them effectively? Could they be using a different type of video, you know, on their homepage? Would an explainer video help, you know, for somebody that's coming there to understand their business? Maybe the website's confusing or there's too much text. And then I'll actually um, look for a good email address, somebody in marketing or somebody that's um, like a CEO or CFO, somebody higher up. And I'll do a walkthrough on Vidyard and I'll just show them their website and say, this is, you know, what I'm thinking. Here's your social media. Here's some ideas. Um, you know, if you have somebody you like to use, feel free to use that person. But I just wanted to, you know, draw your attention to this. And if you want to sit down and have a conversation with me, you know, please feel free to email me back. I want to sit down and talk with you. And um, that's been really effective for us. Um, just sending out that email with uh, 
that video down in the bottom and just writing a quick little message. And um, we've gotten a pretty decent, um, I'd say maybe one out of three are reaching back out to us. And um, at least of the, say out of the three, two of them are actually completing the video. So I, I found that to be really interesting. Yeah, that's, that's a super cool strategy. And I think uh, those listening can take a lot from that, whether they're in a video production company or not. So you, effectively, this is, you're doing your research, but then this is a cold outreach email, but using video to, to really quickly warm that prospect up, but provide value in that recording, right? So can you, can you talk us through kind of um, how you structure that? Like, how do you, how do you even open that video? Do you just say, hi, I'm Bill and I've been scoping out your website? Like, wh what do you actually say to kind of not creep people out and say, who is this guy and why is he reaching out to me? So I, I like what I try to do is like that the whole thought process of, uh, you know, establishing a no like and trust, um, which obviously is hard to do in a cold email. But my, my thought is, especially um, if it's within the, the niche industries that we're comfortable in, I try and find a way to relate that either back to me, back to our hometown or back to the industries we've served. So uh, a great example, right. actually, that, that I love telling people um, right at the beginning of COVID, I had reached out prior to a lot of the lockdowns being placed in um, in the United States. I found an ice cream company locally in Cleveland that I'm actually a huge fan of and um, decent sized company. They distribute throughout the state and to some other states in the area. And um, I realized that one of the ways I might be able to build a little rapport with them is to let them know how much I do care about their brand because I remember it from growing up. I have fond memories of having their product. And so I kind of opened it that way, introducing who I was. You know, my name's Bill Barona and I run Flex Media, which is a local Cleveland you know, video marketing company. And then I told them that the reason I wanted to reach out to them is I had these fond memories of, you know, having ice cream on my back porch in the summertime with my family and you know, that I really think fondly of their brand. And I noticed that they're not using video. And I thought that that would really help them attract a new audience and continue to, um, to build their business. And I, I think that was, that was part of the reason why they reached back out to me. I do know some clients have told me that they just liked the fact that I was willing to share my ideas with them and not try and set up a meeting and that I trusted them enough to, to kind of give it away and not make them schedule something with me. Yeah, I mean, what I what I really love about that, and obviously it's you know, a deliberate tactic as well, but you're you're kind of leading with that emotional connection, right? You're trying to build that emotional connection, but then to provide that rational, useful, valuable information um, in that one cold outreach video, I think that's super smart, and obviously that aligns to you know, everything that that I talk about, and that um, that obviously you talk about too when it comes to video strategy, which is if you can hook people with emotion. And you can kind of, you've got them to transfer that rational information that they need. So that's that's super cool. I love it. So did you get that work with the ice cream company? I did. They actually called me back during like um, probably would have been March of 2020, and they wanted to schedule a meeting. Even though I mean they were still distributing, and people were still I think more people were probably buying ice cream at the store because a lot of businesses were closed at least in Ohio. Um, so we actually um, started talking to them about creating uh, videos on how to they were like how to ice cream videos, like how to make your own sundaes at home and how to make your own uh, milkshakes, which was very timely for what, everything that was going on. Um, so we were able to, to get them for that. And then they've continued to work with us this um, this past year. And we've done some ads and things like that. So it's been uh, been a great opportunity. 
How do you think the conversation with that that new business for you, that, that new client, was different because you approached it from a strategic point of view? Like obviously in that outreach video email, you're looking at their brand through the view of strategy and, and what they can do better with video. So right from the outset, they're thinking of you as not just someone who can make pretty videos for them, right? Um, so how do you think that conversation was different compared to if you reached out and said, look at our showreel of amazing, beautiful video work, you should hire us? I think with that, like, two, well, two things. I think, first of all, a lot of it is, um, I think, using empathy. I know you talk a lot about that, and um, I've watched, listened to some of your podcasts and watched some of the videos you've talked about with that, and I think that was important because I was using empathy that I was looking at it from their customer's point of view, or at least trying to look at it from a couple different customers' point of view. So I think that helped them align with me a little bit better because they knew I was was thinking of their business. But then I also think that um, the conversation changed by presenting that strategy because if I was just to say, you know, here's my reel, here's what I can do, I think the biggest thing and the, the biggest challenge that I see, at least in this transition from video production company to video marketing, video strategy is the the clients don't really understand fully how video can benefit them. They, they really, a lot of people really look at it as almost like, um, like a widget that's being manufactured. And it's like, here's your thing. And they don't yeah. realize that there's different types of videos for different reasons and they need to be positioned correctly, whether it be on their website or in social media or through email. And I think by demonstrating that to them, it started opening up possibilities. And I've seen that in other clients where I start suggesting how to use video in sales, a you know, similar tactic through Vidyard or, you know, how to use video on social media or why certain videos make sense in different parts of their website. And I almost see the light bulb come on when I am talking with them. And I think it builds a lot of trust because I'm no longer, you know, this, um, I guess, artist, for lack of a better term, that they're just calling to like, hey, just make this this beautiful thing for me. It's we need to talk to Bill and his team because they're going to understand how we can try and generate more leads. They're going to understand how we can talk to our customer. You know, we have a bottleneck in sales. You know, they're going to be able to help us with video, figure out how to open that up. And I think I think that's really where the video strategy aspect of it really starts to come in. So as you've kind of transitioned into this idea of video strategy and, and becoming a video strategist, what role do you think that the, the language that you use and the confidence around using that language and helping to communicate not only concepts and ideas, but using the right language to get that message across to your clients. How, how important do you think that has been in your development? I think um, it's very important. I think it's the number one reason why we're able to um, continue to see growth in our business, why we continue to even during, um, during the, the pandemic here in Ohio, a lot of things were closing up and we were still seeing uh, people coming to us and wanting us to produce things. I was kind of concerned at first thinking that we weren't going to get a lot of business and we did. And I, I really think it's because of those conversations, because um, at the end of the day, when I go in, I'm looking at it from that, that point of view of, you know, first of all, I always ask them, you know, do we really need this? Is this the right solution? Because I don't want to sell somebody something you know, if they don't need a video, I have clients that come have come to me and they want a video because their competition has a video. And then we I'm like, OK, well, let's take a look at your website. And then I've had clients say, well, I don't have a website. 
And I'm like, okay, well, that's we have to take care of that first and foremost. So I knew, like, I know a couple different web designers. I try to connect them with somebody. I'm like, you need to take your budget, put it into that. So I think by being able to have those conversations and being able to ask, why do you need this? What is the goal of this? Um, you know, where is this going? I think that's a big thing that I've, I've gotten a lot of customers are really surprised. Like when I say, well, where's this going? And they, they kind of stop and they, they don't even, sometimes they don't even know or nobody ever asked them that. And I go, well, if it's going on, you know, and I, I tell them all the time, like, well, if it's going on Facebook, you know, what's the goal of this? And then a lot of times if it's going on something like Facebook um, and it's going to be in the news feed, you know, they want this big, they want their logo to come up or something like that. And I, I'm like, we can't do that. We need to jump right into it. I get try to get them to do burnt in subtitles and things like that. And just having those conversations, I think, is what's really allowing us to continue to grow and have our clients trust us even more. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Can you walk us through, Bill, your, your process with a new client who, you know, in many cases, like you've said, and like I've said many times before, most of the time they're coming to you for a video and really you, you, you know, and I know that it's not the video that they want. So, you know, when a client does come to you thinking we need this video produced, can you walk us through your process of kind of taking a strategy approach with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we really, what we end up doing is I usually end up getting on the phone with them. And before we even set up like a zoom meeting or anything like that, just to kind of get a better idea of really the, you know, do you need this? Um, and once we've kind of walked through, you know, why do you need, you know, you know, why do you need this video? And they kind of usually, and, and you know, they, they give you the answer and you have to continue to ask why until you really get to the root of the problem. So once we kind of have that established and we kind of, you know, treat the situation, okay, so which video, what type of video would be best for this? What, so we start to think about that. And then once we kind of figure that out, then I send them a questionnaire and I said, okay, well, can you fill out this? We have a pre-production questionnaire. We use, um, Google Forms, and then we also have a, um, we've actually transitioned out of that recently, and we're using Forms in a um, project management system. So they send that back to us, and it has all this information that we, we start to um, look at. So we look at, you know, what is the goal? Like, so what are your goals of this? You know, if it's a product, for example, you know, who is this product? What's the goal of the product? Who are you trying to sell to? Oftentimes, as you know, they, they don't have an ideal buyer, so we're just trying to see if maybe they do have something in mind at that point. Um, we start to ask them about their competition. You know, what are some other uh, competitors that you have to this product? We'll ask them, what does your product, what problem does your product solve for your end user? And just a, a lot of the questions I've actually pulled are questions that we've, we've kind of learned through your blueprint course, and we've put them into this questionnaire, just trying to get better, a better understanding before we actually meet with them as to you know what some of these answers are and then once we do we sit down with them on a zoom call and we start going through some of this information with them and we try to identify at least one ideal buyer depending on the size of the project if we're only producing one video you know i, I tell them the importance of not creating you know one video for everybody but really just trying to you know get cut through the noise and figure out who is this actually going to be talking to so we try to identify that person. And then um, usually on our own, we create their ideal buyer by filling out the, uh, the persona worksheet that uh, you provided through the academy. And then um, after we kind of have that meeting, then we start looking at, okay, where's the video going? What's success look like for this video? And we start asking, we're basically lining up all these questions that are marking things off um, 
sort of the strategy. And then once we have all that information, we take it and we actually write up, it's about four or five pages, and we just kind of write something that states who the ideal buyer is, the goals of the campaign, um, the company's information, what their goals are, and whether or not this campaign will align with that and how it does, and then you know where the video is going, and then how we're going to actually you know measure success. And we hand that back to them along with um, an outline of what we're thinking the video will look like. And then they kind of look through that, we, we let them look through it, then we have a meeting, kind of walk through, present it to them, and then if all is approved, then we actually go into production. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I'm interested, do you charge, at what stage do you charge for that? Or is that part of your scoping or quoting process? So we're, we're kind of still in the, the process of um, not necessarily charging for that yet. Like we've added some money to it each time we're, as we're kind of refining the process, because we're still in the, at the point where we're kind of trying to do more strategy work and um, trying to do even like trying to solve I guess more of the problem for them, but actually give them a document. Um, so we're not charging as much as I'd like. Usually we start to quote them for a project once we have that initial phone call and get a better understanding of like what we're going to be creating. So if we know, you know, this is gonna be an explainer video that's gonna go on their homepage, um, we'll quote them for that. If in the process, so we do figure out that, okay, this doesn't make sense, you know, we need to maybe do videos for social media because that's kind of where the problem is then we can requote them at that point and say, we could still make this video, but we could also add this to it, or we can, you know, requote you just to do these videos. So we're not at a point yet where we're, we're charging specifically. I would love to get to a point, and our goal is to get to a point where um, we can just do strategy for people. So this way, if they do want to produce something on their own, but they know they need to have a better understanding of what they're producing, they can come to us. Cool. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's a that's an option and a possibility. But I, I love the way you're approaching it right now as well, because my my illusion is that the perception of you as a company and the perception of this quote proposal that you're putting forward is very different than if you were to simply put some line items on a quote saying how many days of shooting you're going to do and how much that costs. Right. So, can you maybe talk us through? the reaction or the response from businesses who you take through this process and you know have you had any feedback from them as to to what value they found in that process yeah um i actually have a client right now that we're we're doing a lot of work for um in the renewable space and um it was so it was interesting because we kind of got involved in this project as it was already kind of scoped out and um, we didn't get to do as much strategy on the front end as I would have liked to have done, but there was kind of this rush to get this project done simply because it was time sensitive to when um, this um, solar field was going to be opening. So we kind of rushed, we did a very rough, like, um, I guess a rough outline for the video, but also a rough outline for the um, strategy. So we were kind of like educating our client as we were going along and um, I think that was my favorite reaction so far because after we had produced this, like, you know, we knew where it was going to their website and we knew that they needed a way to explain what they did a little simpler because people were really confused if, you know, the video had to kind of serve as a, a gap between somebody who was an engineer, but somebody who was maybe a, you know, CEO, CFO, somebody that might invest in the company, but didn't understand the renewable space. 
So we produced that for the website. And then after the fact, I started talking to her a little bit more about other uses. And I suggested Vidyard because they were trying really hard to target um, specific clients. I guess with what they did, there was only a handful, like maybe 10 to 15 specific clients they really wanted to get in front of. And so I suggested um, Vidyard and I walked them through. I did a little demonstration, showed them how it worked. Um, they bought into it, they uploaded the video to it, and um, they started implementing it with their sales team. And she was um, amazed, but then when she brought it back to the company, because the woman I was working with, she, and I should have specified this, she is her own entity, she's a marketing company, and um, she brought it back to her customer and explained everything. And they were just absolutely blown away by the fact that there was another use for this video than just living on their website. And it really made her look just like, I mean, 10 times better that there was this use for the video. And um, her response to me was she'd worked with other videographers in the past. And she goes, they just hand me the video. She goes, I don't, sometimes I don't even know yeah. where it goes. And she goes, because like they just upload it for us. And nobody's ever told me that we can do this. And nobody's ever told me that there's more that can be done. And she goes, I feel like, isn't it their responsibility to to give me that information? And I said, well, not necessarily. I'm like, this is the difference between working with us and using strategy and understanding the use cases of video, you know, versus somebody who is just really trying to produce something that looks great that might just hand it off to you. So she was like, she was really pleased with that. And um, since then, she's used us for a bunch of other projects and has us um, starting on new projects coming up. So I was really pleased with the outcome. Yeah, I'm sure it's no surprise that I love that story. You know, I think that that, that directly exemplifies why video producers should move into video strategy to be able to serve their clients better. And you're, you're really demonstrating that, which is awesome. So let me ask you, Bill, where, um, where do you think, or, or a probably better way to phrase this would be without that kind of move into strategy for your business, like what has it done for your business? I feel it's really positioned us differently. Um, not not quite yet from the the person that's looking at us from the outside that we haven't um, talked to yet. So we're like trying to work on that now. We're we're going to be changing up our website and some of our content to really get ourselves to stand apart. And a big po uh, component of that is going to be educating our clients. But I think where it really has helped us um, with our business is our clients are starting to think of us more as a partner and less as you know just a a set of hands or somebody to just create something for them. They're really seeing us as a strategic partner and um, somebody that can work with their marketing team, work with their sales team, and we're providing solutions. And I think that's why we are keeping our clients. We're taking them in after we're finishing up, like we're really setting up that delight stage where I, I feel they're delighted in the work that we've done and we continue to provide value. And I like to take it a step further with um, our clients. I try to keep an eye on um, their their video and what's going on with it, because we don't do a lot of the um, the implementation quite yet. We're trying to figure out who we can partner with to do that and work with. But um, it's always surprising, I think, to them when I see their video a month, month and a half later, and I reach out to them and I kind of know how it's performing. And I ask them, but I still ask them, I go, hey, how's this working out for you? What's going on? What do you see with it? And then I provide additional you know, solutions for them. Maybe they just threw it on YouTube and I had given them some other ideas prior um, and then maybe I've thought of something else or I've learned something new in that mean, you know in the meantime and I try to like give that information to them so they can try to get more value out of it 
Um, and I think that's been helpful also because um, we're not charging for that. So it's not like I'm, I'm you know, knocking on their door saying, let's create another video. Let's let's do this again. I'm, I'm providing um, a solution for them with something they've already bought. Yeah. But I, would I be right in suggesting that that leads to long term relationships and those clients do tend to come back for more? Yes, that that's kind of been what we've seen. And then also people have suggested us. Um, and I, I think a lot of that, even um, even if we don't work with them, like there's times that I've just had conversations with people and we found out maybe video wasn't the right answer for them, but they didn't really know a lot of the stuff that we were talking to them about. They didn't understand the strategy aspect. They didn't understand there were more than just you know one type of video. And we've had clients um, refer us to other people simply because like, you know, I, I presented myself as knowledgeable and helpful and, you know, people reach back out and said, hey, I'm going to give your number to somebody or, you know, can I'm going to, you know, send you an email and introduce you to somebody who could really use your help. So it's been been huge yeah. in helping us grow and continue to keep relationships. That's awesome, Bill. Well done, man. So let me ask you just in, in closing here, like what's next for you and Flex Media? Like where where are you guys or where do you see that your company is heading? Where would you like to go? We, we really want to grow, um, continue to grow what we're doing and um, grow our strategy. And then we also want to find somebody to kind of do more implementation. And we really want to start to see ourselves as a full service video marketing agency. And um, we've been kind of trying to bring on somebody to help us more with the marketing side. I'm not a marketer. Um, I don't have a marketing background. I have a video production background. So to have somebody that maybe has a little bit more that maybe we can collaborate with and start to come up with some additional ideas. And we've, we've found in building our current team, we have you know, a team of uh, four of us and just the four of us working together, we've seen a huge change in how we do business and our thought process. So we'd like to continue to grow that, continue to learn more. And um, we're trying to do, um, uh, create more content. And I know I've talked to you about that, Ben, just trying to put out more videos and um, things like that that just really explain to people, you know, about video marketing, video strategy, why it's important, different different aspects of it, because I think that's our greatest challenge right now is just really educating people. And I think once they start to learn something and they start to understand a little bit better of what it is we're doing, then they are more on board to work with us. So we're, we're trying to do that through our website and trying to put more stuff out on social media. And, and your content's been a huge inspiration to us as well. So that's what we're really trying to, uh, how we're trying to grow. Yeah, thank you for that, Bill. You, uh, you'll get there. I think um, you know what you're talking about there is really that importance of changing the perception of your of your company in your market. Like clearly, the work that you're doing with your clients is changing the perception of who you are and how you can help them. So you know, I, I really love that you're looking at now taking the next step and changing the perception of your business within your market, which is which is awesome and a really good really good step to take. So for those that want to maybe follow a bit more uh, of what Flex Media is doing and, and follow your journey, where's the best place for people to maybe connect with you or see what you've got going on? Yeah, our uh, website's um, flexmediacle.com, so people can go there and take a look. Um, right now we're in transition, and I'm excited. hopefully I'm excited to have the new website up in the next uh, couple weeks, and um, we're going to create a whole section on, like, why video. And that was actually inspired through you know some of your podcasts and that like just ex a place where they can go to understand why they need video so that's a great place to check us out and learn more about our journey or um, Instagram we're always posting behind the scenes uh, photos on there and we're just at Flex Media CLE and then 
we started a podcast about a year ago, um, posting like every other month, but just kind of as we're learning these concepts, we're kind of working our way through them and then also um, inviting local people from just our area or whoever we can, can get on that can talk about marketing. And then we kind of find the relationship between traditional and digital marketing and where it fits in the video world. And that our podcast is um, uh, Watch Time, so. Awesome, cool, well, we'll have links to everything that Bill mentioned there in the show notes for this episode. Um, Bill, it's been awesome to chat with you, find out a bit more about your journey and really hopefully those listening have been inspired by some of the ways that you're implementing strategy into your video production company because I think you're, you're crushing it, you're doing awesome stuff. So thanks for joining me on the show. Thanks for having me, Ben. Okay, thanks again to Bill for joining me on this episode. I hope you got some inspiration for how Bill's approaching growing his video strategy company whether you're a video strategist yourself or whatever you do in business, I'm sure that the approaches that Bill shared is something that you can probably take something from. But I would love to hear from you. What did you take from today's episode? I'd love for you to reach out to me on Instagram at engage underscore Ben and let me know what value you got from today's episode. And of course, if you have got value from this episode or any other episode of the podcast, I'd always appreciate a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you're listening to. I appreciate you for doing that and thank you for being one of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast community. So that's it from me. Reminder, if you haven't yet jumped into the video strategy for video pros live training, just head on over now to engagevideomarketing.com slash masterclass. Make sure you register before the replays disappear or you will miss out. Engagevideomarketing.com slash masterclass is where to go and i'll be back with you next week with another inspiring interview from another incredible video strategist who is part of our community so i look forward to bringing you that interview real soon for now go crush it have fun and i'll be back with you next week